Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sanyid Podcast on our first outdoor edition. Today I'm joined by the amazing Henry. Uh, he's a man of all trades. He does a lot of things and uh, I'm really privileged to have you here, my brother. Thank you, my man. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so we are going to talk about a lot of things and you're welcome. So you can tell us more about yourself, sir. Well... Like you said, my name is Henry and I'm from Nigeria. I'm a PhD student in Central China Normal University. Yeah, I did my master's in the same school and I got PhD the next year. So that's more like it. So, you know, let's move on. <laughs> okay, okay. Nice to know. So um, today we're going to talk about uh, business and general life in China in general. Mm. And um, I'll start with that, uh, with that question, the general question. What's your take on life in China so far? Well, my take on life might sound different from what a lot of people have experienced. Like, a lot of people, when you ask them about China, their first answer is they don't like China. They don't want to be here. It's just that they don't want, they don't want to be here, but, you know, life just got them here. But I believe uh, being in China, you can see it as an opportunity, even if you want to be here or not. And China is not really that bad, is it? In your opinion. <laughs> it's not... Yeah, no, let's say the truth. It's not really that bad because at the end of the day, compared to what most of us have, you know, the life, the type of life we've, we've experienced, mm. the, you know, truth be told, many people might go against this. They'll say, no, don't talk about your country like that. But truth be told, compared to the type of life I've experienced back home, China is way more comfortable than what I've experienced. Mm. Maybe the freedom part of it <laughs> might be a bit tricky. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Mm. They said um, for, you to, for you to survive in this life, you, you need four basic needs, which is food, shelter, um, food, shelter, clothing, and one, and one other. And I believe China provides these four things. And once these four things are provided, I think everybody can, you know, fend for themselves in one way or the other from there. Okay. So I think life is not really that bad in China, generally. So, life is not really that bad. So would you advise someone to come to China? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't ask somebody to come to China. It depends on what you're coming to do. Uh, yeah, it depends. If you're coming, if you're coming to study. For, study. Well, it depends on the city now. You see, that's the problem. If you want to come to China, if you want for, for business, uh, I don't encourage you to come to Wuhan. Uh, I don't encourage you to go to Shanghai or to Beijing. If you want to come for business, pure business, go to Guangzhou, go to Yu. Uh, that city is known for distance. Uh, so if you want to come, to come for studies, you can go to Beijing. If you want for sightseeing and stuff, you can go to Shanghai then. So it depends on where you're coming from. So if you are asking me if I can advise somebody for, to come for study in China, go to Beijing. There are some reputable schools there. But for Wuhan, I know Wuhan is the, you know, has the highest number of, you know, um, universities. But at the end of the day, those universities... <laughs> <laughs> Go to Beijing at least, so that you can get a decent university. Okay. So that's it. Okay. So, what advice would you give someone who is coming to China? Advice: Just be open-minded, be flexible. Um, leave all your everything you know about uh, freedom. You know that I have the right to say whatever I want. Leave it back home and come. Just you know, flow. Go with the flow because China, the normal way of thinking and how they think is not okay. Like. 
on many occasions they've made laws on you know how to treat foreigners. The first thing I thought after hearing the law or after seeing what they're doing is, are these people actually okay? But at the end of the day, mm. you just have to go with it because you know this is the way it is. So okay, <clears throat> just go with the flow. So uh, when it comes to the areas of business. Um, China is known for being a business hub, and uh, I'll say, as a let's say as a normal student, what would be the best business avenue to get money, short term and long term? <laughs> short term business, short term business. You know, it depends. It depends. Like a lot of foreigners are into um, buying stuff for business people from back home. Like I have many countrymates. How they make money is a lot of business people from Nigeria buy stuff from China. So, but since the COVID started, they're finding it difficult to travel and come down to China now. So what they do is a lot of, a lot of students here get money from them, buy those stuff they were supposed to come to China and buy, and then send it back to them. Now, you know, eliminating that uh, travel process for them and cutting a lot of costs for them, which makes sense. So the problem with it is some of these students will go ahead and dupe them. If you send money for, to them here in China to help you buy something from here and send back home, they won't buy the thing and from there they will block you. So I think, but at the end of the day, let us live about this part. But what I'm saying is this is actually a genuine way of making money in China. Like mm. they pay a lot for it mm. because you are trying to save a lot of money for them. That money they are supposed to use and come down to China, you save it for them and then they will pay you maybe half of it which is a huge amount of money. So that's one way of making money. The other way people make money here is maybe selling things online. Like some come here, they create a website or they can sell through their WhatsApp. They will get products, post on their WhatsApp pages and people will make orders. They will buy and send back home. I have a lot, of, in fact, I have done it myself, but I don't want to deal with people on that type of business. People are very annoying because, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I've, when I was into that business, I've bought many things, sent it back home. On arrival, somebody will call you, eh, I, don't need it in, um, I don't need it in blue again. Why didn't you say this all along? I've bought blue, I've sent it back home. Now, he's at the airport waiting for you to go and pick it up. And you're telling me that, you don't, what do you want me to do with that blue shoe? I can't wear it from there. What do you want me to do? So, you see, there's a lot of problems with that one. And because, and because you want to gain their trust, you might tell them, okay, pay 50% on arrival, you pay the rest. And now they don't want it again. That means I have to give them back their money. If you don't give most of them back the money, they will start making a lot of trouble for you. They will start threatening your loved ones. So the business is a bit tricky. Then one other way is changing money for businessmen also. That's a very good business here. You know, you change money because most of them, Naira and RUMB, it's very difficult to get RUMB from back home. So what most people do is they keep a huge amount of RUMB and a huge amount of Naira. If you need Naira, if you need Naira, you give them RUMB and take Naira. If you need RUMB, you give them Naira and take RUMB. At, at their rate, it's called the black market rate. So. There's a lot of ways, but also there is also business inside China. The business you do solely inside China, which is you can open up a business, a restaurant, anything, African restaurant. Mm. 
which I've always had the intention of doing, but you know, I'm still sorting out the kicks there. But hopefully, by next year, we'll be up and running. <laughs> Aruba, you'll be my first guest there. Uh, okay, so do you think uh, China provides the best uh, groundwork to establish yourself via business? I don't think so. It's, it's very difficult to, as a foreigner, as a student and a foreigner, it's very difficult to open a business in China. I will not lie to you. Open a legit business is very difficult because there's a lot of paperwork, there's a lot of applications you have to do. Like that, it is very hectic. But the thing is, it can be done though. Mm. It can be done. It just is difficult. You have to go and get a lot of papers from the police station, you have to do a lot of registration, and then we are not even talking about the capital. Mm. Like you have to pay a lot of money to. So it's really difficult, but it's done though. So, but the thing is, I don't think it's easy to do anything in this life. Anywhere, yeah. So, you know, how easy can they make it? Like, um, because I'm not expecting them to, you know, maybe I go to them and say, I want to open up a business, and they say, okay, show us your ID card. When I, when, once I show my ID card, they say, go and open it. No. Mm. No, there are, some, there are some things. Like, for example, if you want to open a r restaurant, they have to check the space, they have to check the hygiene, and a lot of things before you start up, because you are dealing with something that, people consume yeah. and that can kill yeah so because if you cook the wrong food it can cause a lot of problem for people so you see so before you open any business in china i believe uh, you have to go through many hurdles but at the end it can be done that's the most important part it can be done okay uh so as 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 a foreigner in china mm -hmm. apart from studying and business which other thing can someone do just to enjoy life here traveling Traveling. Yeah, bro. China is a very beautiful country. Wow. Like, I've not traveled a lot. I hate traveling. I, I hate the stress involved in it. But at the end of the day, we know once you go online and type places to visit in China, you will see many beautiful places. So, I think... But with this COVID... Traveling. With this COVID, is Bro, it's possible to move around now. I will not lie to you, but if you have the money for quarantine, many, many cities, once you land, they will quarantine you for five days, ten days. So, once you have the money to pay for your quarantine, feed yourself and pay for your accommodation. I don't think there's a problem. Mm. Yeah, so traveling is one of them. Yeah, which is, you know, very important to do in a country like China because I think it's very, it's somehow kind of uh, unfulfilling for you to be in a country like China and not travel and see places. I have mm. not done that, but I'm planning on now that I started PhD. Maybe after my coursework, maybe I'll you know take like six months and move around China everywhere, all of them, Guangzhou, Beijing, Shanghai, Suzhou, all all the cities. Mm. I will try my best to visit them. Okay, uh, just just trying to go to another area of of discussion. Um, mm -hmm. What's your view on China-Africa relations? Bruh. <laughs> you are not about to trap me here, are you? <laughs> what are you trying to do? An African relationship. Uh, <laughs> you are an African in China. It's not about being an African. You've made it here. That's not the point. Uh, the point is, okay, what if the relationship is a bit tricky? But it, oh, all relationships are tricky. Well, well, you, you're asking me about a country that doesn't like people saying a lot of negative stuff about them now because the relationship with Africa uh, is there. Uh, but the thing is, at the end of the day, how beneficial is it to us? You see? So compared to the relationship we have with the EU and America? I prefer Chinese one. Okay, why do you prefer the Chinese one? 
Chinese only, as in, it's in the, it is written in the text. In the test. So be, at the end of the day, they will tell you, I'm going to give you $100 million. This is what you want, right? You, you want to build a, a, what is it called? A railway in your country, right? I'm going to give you this loan now. Once I give you this loan, you are supposed to pay me back in 50 years. If after 50 years, I don't get my money back, this is what I'm going to do. I will take the, I will take the railway from you and control it for this amount of time. So, I, but now, the problem is most African countries, what they do is they go and sign without having a clear plan of, okay, how am I going to pay this money back in 50 years? Can I be able to pay this money and how am I going to do it? Now, China is a country that know, okay, that most times when they borrow this money, they might not be able to pay back. So you see, but they will still give you this money, knowing fully where you, you can pay back. But I don't blame them. Why I don't blame them is that everybody is just looking out for themselves. I believe in life, the first Law of nature is what? Self-preservation. You preserve your first self So, if I want to do business with you, yeah. I won't be thinking about you. I'll be thinking about myself. How will I benefit from this business? So, that's what they're doing at the end of the day. So, but Africa are not protecting themselves. Yeah. We are just looking for our pocket. Most of our leaders are looking for their own pockets. They come for loan, you give them the loan. Half of that money goes in, they will share it among themselves and them. They won't do what they want to do with the money. Yeah. At, at the end of the 50 years, many countries are suffering from this. Mm. Many countries. I won't call the name of the countries because your country <laughs> might be involved. <laughs> your country might be involved. So I might just leave it at this. But I will tell you, recently, yeah. Chinese... <laughs> I will tell you, yeah. re recently, yeah. China opened the police station in Nigeria. <laughs> Bro! <laughs> Bro! China opened the damn police station. I've seen the pictures. I can show you. You can't even send it to me. Bro, they opened the police station in Nigeria. Tell me. And they said they want to tackle their people committing crime in Nigeria. <laughs> send them back to China if they commit any crime. Why are you tackling them in Nigeria? In, 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 bro, tomorrow now they'll be on the streets. Say they are trying to check uh, Nigerian for... Bro, no. Uh, what are you opening a police station in Nigeria for? Why? It's not necessary. Uh, if... If... I believe eh, if your citizen commits any crime in Nigeria, the best line of action is to send them back home. Yeah. You, don't, you don't open a police station in Nigeria. We have police stations, yeah. our own police stations. So you send them there and tell us the type of uh, you know, punishment you want us to. And just tell us, but you can't open a Chinese police station yeah. in Nigeria. I don't see the reason. Yeah. It's just like building a military base. This is the same thing that costs for between... Ukraine and uh, Russia. Russia. You want you want them to join NATO because once they join NATO, tomorrow you come and build the uh, military base in you know in, in Ukraine. Ukraine, which Russia don't like. So now they retaliated. So now you are building a police station in Nigeria. Tomorrow we say something now they will ship their police from back home and send and say, bro. It's just like a military base at this point. <laughs> so at the end of the day, bro, the relationship between Africa and China, the relationship between. Uh, Africa and all these countries, mm. EU, all of them, mm. it's tricky. There is always a hidden agenda, all of them, they always have a hidden agenda. But Africa, our leaders, let me not judge, our leaders are just, most of our leaders are just too dumb to see it. Because why? They're looking out for themselves. Because I don't see, as in, I see it as greed. Mm. These people are rich. They are, they are billionaires. So I, I don't see the reason why. China will come to you and say, eh, we need to, and you are still looking out for yourself. You will, be low, you will die rich. So, just for once, mm. look after 
Africa, after your country. Ask them, why do you want to build this for us? Why? Ask them why, because I'm, I'm sure they're not doing it because they, you know, oh, Africa, I love Africa so much. Let me go and build the a railway in Uganda. No, they don't love you that much. In fact, they don't love you at all. They don't give a fuck about you. But at the end of the day, they're giving you loans. Do you, what? I won't blame them because we ask for the loans. It's not like they're now offering for free. We ask for it, but at the end of the day, there's always reading between the lines, but we don't do that. Okay, so how do you think Africa should navigate this for yeah. us to develop? That's the problem. Uh. For us to develop, but we need money. You we need, need people money. With So how the, do we get the, the money? That's the problem. Through the loan. <laughs> 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 that's the problem. Through the loans, though. Through the loans. Yeah. But, but the loans have issues. It have issues, but the thing is, eh, it can still... See, there are sectors. There are sectors. Like, okay, let me tell you now. Nigeria will go and borrow money from, from China to build something that cannot generate money. Mm. How do you plan on paying back after building that stuff? You build something that you get money out from. Mm. Like, if you borrow money, if you borrow money mm. from China to construct a railway, mm. to construct an, you know, uh, uh, local airline, this thing, will, this thing will be good for businesses, for them to move free. Go around, move and feel it. But if you if you borrow money to go and do, uh, maybe you want to go and build a space something, just build one rubbish that won't generate money. How do you pay back the money when you are not investing it the right way? So you see, borrow money for the right reasons. Mm. Those right reasons will now generate money. You, you can pay them after many years. So the problem is, I would try. It, I would like to say we don't have the minds. Or we have the minds, but they are not utilizing them well. The minds, like when when China come with their bullshit, you bring the minds. Okay, listen to what these people are saying. Does it make sense? Yeah. Let's analyze this. Yeah. Giving us this loan, us paying back in, in this amount, and maybe us giving you back this um, profit, uh, this interest. Is it good? Can we actually do it? If the answer is yes, you go ahead. If the answer is no, you tell them. Thank you for coming. I, I appreciate you offering, but I will pass on the offer. It's easy. Mm. So I think we just need to read between the lines when they're presenting these offers to us or when we are asking them. Mm. We read between the lines and see what they actually want from us for giving us this loan. Okay. Uh, I've never asked this question, but let me ask it to you. Easy now. Easy. Do you think Africa will ever be united? What do you mean united? As one people. Because well, we are very divided. Why do we have to unite as one people? But we are not one people. Why shouldn't we unite as one people? So, f why should we unite as one people? Before? The unity is in strength. The united we are, the, the stronger we are. Do we, you know, is that really a problem? It's a problem. How? I don't see how it's a problem. If you, you know, if you can vote, if, if you can convince me how it's a problem, then maybe I will agree with you, but I don't see it as a problem because we're okay. Yeah, it's a problem I'm because... Sitting, we're united. I, I'm sitting here with the Uganda. This man is from Zimbabwe. This man is from Guinea. No, the problem, right. it, it, it comes in a state where I have, for me to come to Nigeria, I need a visa. You need a visa? Are you sure? Yeah. You are sure? Yeah. But, 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 but like in Europe, from someone to go to France to maybe Italy, they don't need a visa. At the end of the day, we know ourselves. 
South Africans don't want Nigerians in there. Okay, well, now I get your point. Now I get your point. Well, unity. I, think, I, I don't think... Well, uh, this guy from, you know, Rwanda, was it? Yeah, said it that Africa, we don't need extra um, foreigners to come and help tell us how to solve our problems. We can solve our problems if we sit together as one. Mm. He said it, and to some extent, I believe it. Because, you know, every time we have problems, they say go to, you know, you go to these people, mm. they will come and say a lot of rubbish. Take example for what is happening between Russia and Ukraine. Mm. You are, they are doing rubbish. They are not doing anything important. Every day they'll come, uh, they keep condemning Russia. We condemn what Russia is doing. We condemn what Russia is doing. But yeah. what tangible thing have they done? Mm. Nothing. They just keep condemning everything. So, I get your point. But, bro, for the solution to that, mm. I do not have it. You don't of, have it. Yeah, of a way for us to unite Africa, bro. I do not have it. So, so wouldn't you want to... But it's possible though, and I, I will want it. Like, yeah. I want to go to South Africa without visa. I want to go to your country without... I want to go to many African countries without visa. Mm. Uh, so, I, I would wonder, but, you know, mm. how to achieve it? Mm. I do not know. Okay. So, have you, have you ever experienced racism in China? Bro, what? I've been here for four years. Mm. Like... Initially, when I was um, when I came to China in 2018, I was feeling like a celebrity because once I'm passing, people are snapping. They are just taking my picture. I see what is going on. But maybe that maybe that's just them being overwhelmed. Now, but the problem started when you go in when you get into the metro. Uh. Maybe I'm going somewhere. I'll get into the metro to sit down. I will sit. The next few seats from my right, nobody will sit there. The next few seats from my left, nobody will sit there. Why? Okay, I tried to convince myself. Maybe they're just shy. Maybe, I don't know, for some reason, I don't want to call it racism. Mm. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Mm. Bruh. It is what it is. Because why are you not sitting down? As in, have you not seen colored people before? As in, how is that a problem? Come and sit down. Mm. There are foreigners in Nigeria, bro. Like, we don't care about these people. Like, we might be, because... We have a lot of problems to worry about the color of your skin. Bro, I have a lot of problems. As in, I'm looking for my next daily bread and you think I'm sitting here worrying about the color of your skin. So, it's really difficult. A country this developed, infrastructural de development, but there are people, there are people. Why America is the greatest country in this world is because of the freedom attached to it. That's why they are the greatest. Because so, of freedom. That freedom, no, it has these problems though. Mm. That freedom, that level of freedom has these problems. Mm. Yeah, it has this advantage and China, their, their level of censorship has, the, has these advantages and disadvantages. But are, you as a person, you as, an, you as a young person, you are 22, 23, 24, you are, you are young. Mm. Why are you having problems with colored people? You are doing your masters, you are educated, you have a phone, go online, read. But for some reason, you are worried about the skin color of someone. So I don't, like, it's really baffling when these things happen. Mm. You know, you trying to stop somebody to ask them for direction, they keep running. They will look at, you will see this. You will see they saw you. They will look at you and then, mm, they keep moving. 
Just stop. I want to ask you something. I'm not. I'm not trying to kill you. <laughs> I'm not trying to harm you or something. I just want to ask you the direction. But they won't stop. Why are they afraid? So is it fear? So now, the problem is, are they just being shy? Is it fear, or is it actually racism? What is it? That's a very big question right there, man. So once you figure that out, you can go and do your research on that. Ask them. When you see foreigners, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Maybe they will say, oh, I'm, uh, I don't know how to speak English, so I'm very shy to talk to them. Some might tell you, oh, I'm afraid because my father told me that they, come, that they killed somebody here, that they did this here. Or, I just don't like black people. So you can, you can, you can do, your, uh, do your research, and then you come back and tell us <laughs> what you found out. But for me, I do not know. You don't know. I don't know, but, bro. But, do you but think, I think it's racism, though. Okay, but do you think the racism here is stronger than that in Europe? Bro. If you had to compare. Because Europe, should, they kill, they stop I, you on yeah, the road. Yeah, that's the problem now. The racism here is not harmful. It's annoying, though. <laughs> but not harmful. You see, mm. America, they're going to hate you. If they hate you. And the problem with America only is they don't have gun control. So, <laughs> if they hate you, they can shoot you. Mm. Here, there is gun control. They hate you. They will stay away from you. Mm. If they don't like you, they don't do this. They will just stay away. They won't talk to you. Just they will stay away. But America, they will come to your face and tell you, go back to where you're coming from. They will spit. Look at bullshit. You see? So their own. I believe the racism here is on a low. Mm. It's on a low. But the one in America, woof. It's manageable. I yeah, like sometimes I ask myself, why do people want to go to that country so bad? But like I said, freedom. That's why they want to go. Even with everything going on, they don't have gun control. Knowing fully where you can be killed at any time. You know, by the police, by white people that don't give a fuck about you. Knowing fully where these things can happen. Now you might survive Africa. You've lived 20 something years, 30 years in Africa. You go to the, you go to America, just a few months, somebody will shoot you. Knowing, after knowing that, but they still want to go there. Like, bruh, I don't understand that. So, I prefer the racism in China, though. <laughs> I don't, don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to die, my man. I don't want to die. You see, I prefer, you know, it's better you sit and you leave me the fuck alone. Like, yo, move. Yeah. I will sit alone in the middle there, thinking yeah. about my next daily bread. Than, you know, for an American to come and sit near me and be punching me in the leg. Go back to your country. Go back to your country. Bro, no. Don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. So, you see. So, you said something that between America and the U.S. Uh, freedom. Uh, between America and, uh, and China. And China. Mm. Freedom. And you say that's why it's the strongest country in the world. But China wants to be the strongest. They can't be the strongest if their people... Why can't they be if, the strongest? They can't. But China 40 years ago was some level of African countries. Before now you become the world power, your people have to, your, your people's mindset have to change. Not, not just the government. It's, it's not about the government. It's the people. As in, for you to be world power, as in, there is a lot of variables here. You know, there, there is a, you have to actually have power. <laughs> for you to be world power, you know, you have to, infrastructure, uh, info, in fact, the number one is information. How connected are you? Yeah, but at the end of the day, it boils down to the people also. Your people, their people, they are not thinking right. <laughs> bro, they are not thinking right. Bro, these people, their thinking is not right. So it's, it's difficult for them to be world power with the way their people reason. Uh, with the way their people 
prison. They have to. As in, okay, now mm. let's take. For but example. they have really developed over the last fifty years. Developed so much. in which sector? That's the question I now. I think in every sector. Is that sector? No, where list, them, is list, not them, list them. List them. Oh, I want to list them. Good. Economy. Good. Military. Why? Good. But now, what did I say? The people. It's not but about the But the people economy. are the ones that make those. No. The people you see every day. Your students around this school, bro. Bro, okay, let me give you an example. China, in our building, our building is supposed to be for foreigners, right? Uh. They came, they said they want to put some students that are traveling out. They will come and stay with us for a few months. They will learn the language, English, French, learn and go. Now, you are opportune to be attached to, with, with some students that speak French, English, and all different type of language. You are learning English. And mind you, the best way to learn English is through constant conversation with people that actually speak the language. Mm. But for some reason, these people don't talk to us. When you talk to them, they won't respond. But you're learning English. So how do you want to be better? How? Their teachers in Chinese are... Their teachers in class are Chinese. A Chinese teaching English. Well, that is possible. <laughs> it makes sense because maybe the English is very good. But at the end of the day, now you are in the you are in the same building with people that actually speak the language, and for you to improve because IELTS, if you want to write IELTS, you have to do reading, writing, uh, speaking, and uh, one other one. Mm. But that speaking is the most um, is one of the important ones. How confident are you? How fluent are you in English? But for some reason, they don't want to talk to us. When you talk to them, they don't respond. They just keep working. So you see the problem now. Mm. Like, why do the people have problem with foreigners? They are young people that are supposed to be the ones embracing the foreigners. But at this 21st century, wait, 21st or 22nd? 21st. <laughs> yep. At this 21st century, for some reason, they still have problem with foreigners. You know, not... Mixing around yeah. and others. You see, so now, how do you expect these people to be world power for some reason? They can't be world power. They can't do, but... You have to open your country up. You have to let people be free. And if people are not free in your country, you cannot be world power. People are not free here. You can't say, if you want, if, if you want to try what I'm saying, go on your WeChat and start saying a lot of things about their president. Just give it a few weeks, they will block you. They will close down your WhatsApp, um, your WeChat. They are monitoring everything. So it's not possible for you to be free in China. All their social media, Bilibili, Yoku, all of them, is being monitored. And which makes sense. I'm not criticizing this. Mm. Say, I have to make that clear. Mm. I'm not criticizing this. This is the system that works for them. And I believe in this system, actually, because <laughs> America freedom, me, I don't, me, me, yeah. I don't like that type of freedom. Though. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah. because America, they do a lot of stupid shit. Mm. Yeah, they do a lot of stupid stuff. So at the end of the day, but the question is, do China actually want to be world power? Or I think they are they comfortable in in this state they are. I think they want to be world Because power. they're really powerful. So what are you trying to prove? To be number one. What is number one? Maybe to them they are. But okay. so how you see them, they don't give a fuck. So what if that's the case? No, I think Maybe they, they know their capacity. One. They know their capability. They know what they can do. Mm. But how people see them now, they don't care. Until you test them and then you will see. <laughs> there's something they call test and see. So, but for now, nobody's willing to 
check how powerful China is or, yeah. or, or this or that. Yeah, let us just assume yeah. the US yeah. that are the top yeah. dogs. Yeah. Okay. But China, maybe they are the top dogs. Nobody knows, right? Yeah. And they're comfortable with people not knowing. So I don't know because I believe these people are pretty powerful. China, you know, seeing how they operate, having been here for years, yeah. I believe they're really powerful. But the thing is, we've only seen America as a world power. And, in, and maybe there's no reason for us to change it anytime, to sell otherwise anytime soon. And China don't care if we sell otherwise. They're okay where they are. So, it's all right. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you one simple last question. Mm-hmm. What are your views on feminism? I think you have sisters. If you don't, maybe you have a mother. Or you have cousins, sisters. I don't have, I don't have a sister. Do okay, but you have... Okay, you have ladies around you in your life, so, and this is a quite a very topic that over the years has gained a lot of traction. Feminism. Mm. What are your views of feminism? Do you think women should be equal to men in everything? Women are not equal to men. But some feminists believe so. Women. A woman should not cook. I say again. Should not be at home. No, the things you are listing is yeah. what both genders can do cooking, being out. If, if I don't have a job for some reason in this life, I I get married and I don't have a job, but, but my wife does. Yes. I will stay at home and take care of things till I find one, no? <laughs> what, what am I going to do? I can't leave the house because I, because I don't want to send the house. Every day I will pack my bags and go outside and do what? I don't have a job. I will stay at home and take care of the kids. Then, in any situation and I got a job, we will find the house help and then I will start going to work. Same thing with cooking. If I come back and I'm hungry, I'll cook something and keep some for the mm. family. Mm. Same thing for her. So the things you are listing mm. are things both okay, genders. Okay, can but do. there are other controversial there are, things. There are other places. Yeah. There are other things women can do, we can do. Men can do. You can bro, my mom drives her car like this. Once the car is poor, she will close the car there and go. In each, as in back home, my mm. mom drives. Mm. Once her tire is flat, she's not about to start losing bringing the jack from the boot and lifting the car mm. she will kill herself there she will make a mistake and blah, her hands is gone so she will just park the car there call my call my brother or call me hey can you people should go and take your car from so so place so we'll go and lose it and then we'll just drive it back home so i believe that things our generator back home the, the, so these things i'm saying is the things mm. i mm. experienced from my household mm. though our generator is the type that you have to wind it wah, 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 before it comes on. Not the type you use key, key, or you know, maybe there's a remote. Our generator is a difficult one. So I don't expect my mom in the evening at night when there is no light to go and wind that stuff. Man, she will. <laughs> so, so I believe that things men can do, women can do. So that question of equality. Shouldn't be a, as in it shouldn't even be a topic. Forget it. But so you're bro, saying we shall never be equal, but we, we are can not be equal. equal. We, okay, we are not I'm equal. saying if you, if you remove the physical aspect, like just in society, even in football, though, you know, <laughs> <laughs> even in football. Let me give you another this thing. I think England. Uh, I don't know the countries um, to be specific, but there's a country that the best women's league, that the best. Uh, in women, or maybe they're the top five in, in mm-hmm. women's league. But for, for some reason, 
under 15 boys or under 8. Yeah, under 15 boys beat them 5-0. I don't know if you get my point. I get the point. These are women that are playing professionally. Some are 20 something, some are 28, 29. They are playing on a professional level. Mm. But under 15 boys beat them. So now, when you see women complaining that they should be... Okay, let me just leave that part. But my point is generally, bro, yeah. men and women are not equal. So that question of equality that, you know, they are equal, they should be paid the same amount, or they should get the same benefits. I don't believe that. I believe in treating everybody the way they should be treated. Bro, if I have a girlfriend today, bro, I don't, like... I'm not... I don't see her as a weakling. But mm. I, I don't see her as a weakling. So I help her open the doors, you know. If I have time, I, I'll cook for her. I'm going to do all these things because I love her. It's not because I see her as a weakling. Mm. And I expect her to treat me the same. So mm. that question of equality, eh, you see, feminism, when it's done the right way, it makes sense. When knowing fully well that you can do this thing, but you are letting the man take charge. Uh, that, that's the real power right there. So what message would you give your daughter? In, in this world that's crazy. Know your word. Know your word. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's just it. Because if you know your word, uh, now, uh, you know when this man is treating you right or not. Uh, if he's trying to belittle you, you will know because you know your word. If he's not treating you right, you will know because uh, you know your word. So just know your word. Man, there's some, there's some women you do not mess with. They have husbands, they cook for their husband, but you do not mess with them because they know their work. So just the message I to give women, mm. generally just people that shout it everywhere. <laughs> you don't know your word, madam. Go and sit there. Eh? You don't know if you know your word, you won't be shouting too much. If you know what you are capable of, if you know in your own capacity what you can do, what are you shouting with this man for? As in why are you why are you trying to, you know? Fight a battle that is not supposed to be there at all. Not even a lost battle. It's a bad, that battle is not supposed to be there. But I understand why it's like this because considering from the past years, women have always been looked down on, like from the mm. a lot of time. But now, I, I think th though it still happens now, but mm. it's minimal. So, but I think women are, you know, they are all right now. They are okay. They are fine now compared to years ago like many maybe over more decades ago yeah I, I i understand where they are coming from but you know at at some point they have to dumb it down now no yeah okay so mr henry thank you for coming it yeah, was really a pleasure man. our first guest outside <laughs> everything we are here outdoors <laughs> hey, it has been so nice to have yeah. you mr henry so go and say anything about nigeria Nigeria, mm. bro. Uh, Nigeria, Nigeria is a very beautiful country. Uh, Africa's mm. powerhouse. Africa powerhouse, you know. Number one economy. Arguably, arguably, Africa's powerhouse, you know. Allegedly, <laughs> we are trying our best to start afloat, but Nigeria. Mm. Afro beat your number one. Yep, that one, no doubt, bro. We are best in best in entertainment, best in entertainment generally. We are the best in Africa. So, who is your best Afrobeat singer? My best? Yeah. Bruh, there's, you know, for a country like Nigeria, yeah. there's nothing like best. You say, 
like give me your first 10 uh-huh, i will list them okay give me your first five like, if you go to a country <laughs> like uh <laughs> south africa them sierra Leone, ghana they can just pick one because they don't have a lot yeah. they can just pick one but in nigeria hey we have a lot I gave me your first five. There's David Doe, there's Whiskey, there's uh, Mr. Easy, there's Bonaboy. Bro, mm. there's a lot. You've come to, I'm, I'm, I'm not even included any female here. There's Ira Star, there's Yemiala, there's Tiwa, there's Thames. Mm. Bro, just Afro, just, just in entertainment. Mm. Na- Nigeria is number one, no cap. Mm. Nigeria is number one. Lifting okay. the African flag high, bro. We have we have gotten Grammys, you know, back to back. <laughs> you know what are you saying? African um, American artists want to do a song with them every day. They, you see, so our movie industry is also improving. Mm. Like over the years, it's doing very good now. Mm. Yeah, our movie industry, our music has always been good, but our movie, but now mm. our movie industry is improving. Right, like mm. very very well it is actually improving so our entertainment is good it's just that if, if only the government sees mm. the potential in this industry and invest more in it mm. but you know it is what it is you know how our government acts just a pity that uh, nigeria is our potential we are not living fully up to it up to our mm. potential mm. why because of the wrong leaders but you're having elections next year yeah. so maybe you'll get yeah, you get is, the best leaders there we hope so we hope so we have one candidate everybody most people want hasn't he has been tested and and he's trusted but the thing is will he be allowed to be the president because at the end of the day in a free and fair election yeah maybe he might win but country like nigeria and the type of and the type of politicians we have hmm. Is there anything like free and fair election? Uh, I just hope for the best for Nigeria at this point. You know, we are all praying for our country, our, our dear Nigeria. Okay, Mr. Henry, My man. thank you for coming. You're welcome. So it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, right back. Big shout out to Mazi over there. <laughs>